you're pretty much guaranteed a million views. Pretty much. Seriously? I can't let this control me. It used to be the only sole factor of how my mood was doing, because I really struggled to just be able to step away from it. Uh, I don't really know why. If we'd done this interview two years ago, I wouldn't have admitted it. Joe Weller was a huge one for me. You're not taking risks with YouTube. You're going backwards. Like how yeah. does George deal with it? How does, how does Alex I, deal with it? We don't talk about it. Wow. Yeah. I was so secretive about it. The one skill you need to do YouTube successfully. I probably would have taken the money, right? For the record, I probably would have taken it. Again, this has happened a few times now. What are you doing? Welcome back to the process. Let's, let's get straight into it. Will Ernie is with me, and yes, I'm holding a cup this way again. Got a few comments Ooh. last time. The way is I hold you a actually cup. drink a cup? Of? I don't know. I just hold a cup like an old man, apparently. If you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button and check out the other episodes of the process. We've got uh, one with Brian, True Geordie, Lawrence McKenna, Zach and Jay, Chris Pajak, Spencer was the last one. It's just now. showing off now. And now, Will Ernie. Mm. Hello. Which, um, do you know what? You're the second interview that's with people under 30. Really? Which, which I think is, which I'm pleased about. The reason yeah. I'm pleased about that is because that's kind of what this was all about. It was right. more about, the process was about like where you're at right yeah. now, not what you've done, this incredible career that you've oh, had. Okay. Right? Yeah, like the journey, of, well, yeah, the process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The process, and like the lucky thing with the name, the process was that it's like, it's in the past, it's what you're gonna be doing for the future and mm. it's where you're at right now. And so that's what I want to kind of try and get back to with you. Like mm. we can talk about, I'd like to talk about like YouTube and your, your kind of understanding of it. Cause it's, yeah. I think it's far more like attuned than anyone else, but than anyone else I know mm. certainly. But um, also just want to kind of know like where you're at right now. Yeah. So um, with that in mind, yeah, that's probably my first question. Like, okay. so where are you at right now? Obviously, um, we're in your new lovely like place. Yeah, so we've, it's been a difficult week. I can't lie. Like, so we moved house. And trying, so I'm not an organized person. So we're moving flat, we're putting all the boxes up and also trying to make a video at the same time. And then the video didn't do how I wanted it to. So currently, right, I'm always, I'm always doing how my last video did. Really? So my mindset's always, so if my last video did like, oh yeah, it's gone really well, the feedback's good. My mood's up here. If it's not what you hope for, what you expect, or you know, what you come accustomed to, my yeah. mood, was on the floor. I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump to that conclusion mm. that your mood gets oh, affected by mate. by it. 100%. But I, I think for someone who's so if looking from the outside, mm. someone who's cracked it so well, I did. That was something I wanted to kind of yeah mm. get onto was the, how much those numbers dictate your life and how much how much control you can kind of have over those those numbers and the fact that because mm. I'm ha I have it on, yeah. on this tiny level. It's oh, it, but it, it exists. Yeah. regardless yeah it's a bit like football where like say you've got a, a team and it, it does quite well yeah that's not enough yeah. like because oh, yeah. your expectations reach oh yeah 100 level like so do, representative you of that? where you are yeah do you get that so yeah um obviously it, because numbers and stuff are finite like infinite mm. you're never going to be satisfied for them so i think there's that problem but well, not a problem with youtube but it's like okay, you have a really good month and you say you do X amount of views and that's great for you at the time. And then, okay, suddenly your mind's like, well, I've had that before. Like, yes. that's, that's, what, that's what I should be getting. Like, oh, this is great. Uh, and then suddenly it becomes not enough and you want more and then you're always left in this cycle of wanting more. So something I've definitely focused on in the last year of just being like, I can't let this control me because 
if I if I look to probably a year ago now, it used to be the only sole factor of how my mood was doing. Like if I my video did well, I'm great. If my video did bad, I'm in a shit mood, and it that was it. Like that was literally all there was to my life. And I think, to be honest, until I met. And what's your understanding of bad? How do you mean? So you've said it's, it's quite black and mm. white for you there, or it was. Yeah. That like, if it does well, then I'm cool. Oh, I'm, I'm in so a great mood. What is bad? That's, because... that's the twisted thing about it is, it, the uh, 100k views difference. Right. It's literally numbers on a screen. Say at that point, I don't know, it might be like if a video got X about 400k, I would be, I could have been like, not happy. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's amplified. So in this building here, George, so Mimulus would live here, Alex would live here. And we all do very similar videos, we're at a similar point. So you'd see, again, you'd see yeah. yours, maybe not do how you wanted it to. And then you'd, I'd go see George, whose channel at that time was like kicking the arse off, like mine. Mm. So I'd see that and it would be like, you'd be like, all right, okay, miserable about that video. And then I'd go see someone and it just kind of amplifies it if theirs are doing well as so, well. As there, are there two sides to that? We're living with the guys. Is mm. there like, do, have you taken certain things from how they cope with it? Yes, like, yeah. Because you're saying you're, and then the other side, you're really Actually, competitive as well. Like, how yeah. does George deal with it? How does, how does Alex I, deal with it? We don't talk about it, to be honest, really, I think. Why? I don't know, because I think it controls it with everything. so much. When yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, me and George, well, no, we do. Me and George would be like, oh, video did shit. And be like, ah, oh, you know, you win some, you lose some. But I think to really get out of that mindset, you've just got to talk to people who aren't in, in the space. Like, right. until I met Mia, if a video did bad, I, my mood would crash. But now I can step away, spend time with Mia. Like she's the only person that I can really talk to and forget about yeah. like this whole YouTube stuff. Is, does, she, does she know about it all? Does she, like, yeah, is she yeah. into YouTube? She's, yeah, she, she has to be. I mean, that's all I really <laughs> yeah, yeah. talk about. It is. Yeah, she's pretty switched on with it, right. I'd say. But Probably she's more sure than she want to be. Does she, uh, do you think she understands that role as well? Like that she's she can offer that respite for you, that is good. Yeah, 100%, I think. Yeah. Let's go back then, mm. put straight into the YouTube stuff. We'll come back to that, don't worry, mm -hmm. it'll be fine. Because um, yeah, everyone's going like, how do you do it? I want the formula, all this. <laughs> um, so when it comes to me and these, these interviews, I don't, like I've said this a few times, I go to like, little words or things pop up in my head or whatever it is. Mm. Um, so there's never any kind of real rhyme or reason. It's just like purely like curiosity. Mm -hmm. But I thought this might be a decent question. Um, if there was one overriding characteristic that you could describe yourself as, obviously we're all multifaceted. Yeah. We all have different ways of thinking, different yeah. ways of being. So for me, for example, I think I'd have to go, mm -hmm. I'd have to say sensitive would be the one. Right. It's one that I, I've been labeled right. as for a long time from my yeah. family and friends, but I, I never truly accepted it to the last, probably the last year and a half. Yeah. Um, if there was one, thing that you are, what, what characteristic would you, would you go for? I'd say probably driven. Uh, if I had to pin it down to one, uh, yeah, I'd say, I just always feel this need to be like pushing or like doing something or like, I really struggle to, to take time off, mm. especially with this. I really struggle to just be able to step away from it. Uh, I don't really know why. Like there's, I don't, there's nothing in my mind. Like I don't have a, a goal of, I want to hit this many subscribers. I want to be this big. I want to make this much money. I don't know why, but it's just, there's always something there underlying of, I, I want to do this. I want to work hard. Uh, 
because nothing else really feels right. Nothing else feels right. Like, unless I'm like always thinking like, okay, we'll make this video. What's the next next thing I can do? I don't know. It just doesn't feel. <laughs> just feel, it doesn't feel like what I should be doing. So this is the next thing. Is uh, so I had a look at your videos, mm. and um, there's this massive gap of videos. What do you mean? There's like there's a few FIFA ones. Then there's a load missing, right? Yeah. And then you come back oh. and there's a few, and then, and then yeah. we've got loads. Well, I think so that's just probably because a lot of them are private. I think when it's like, so when you see the 2012 FIFA ones, you're like, oh, okay, I was young then. They're not so embarrassing because okay I was just that. young. But then when you're like, when I look back at maybe videos I made two or three years ago, I'm like, oh, I can't watch them. Because yeah. it's like, it's like these ones now, uh, but just really shit. And just like two years. So go, it's like, it's be kind, kind of like. And I don't think I'm not attacking that. But no, no, no. Like I think Brian's done the same thing. Uh, yeah. I've done. I've done it. With, yeah. I did it when I sort of yeah. restarted. It, uh, well, I had a, started mm. to do a channel properly. I was like, well, I don't want to be known for all those things. So I'm not. I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But um, what happened during that that period then? Because you're saying you're you're really driven. Yeah. Obviously, there needs to be a kind of oh. a starting point. Yeah. There's a starting so, point and then there's there's BG Media. There yeah, are like the big these big bits. Because I think often people go often people go, Oh yeah, it's just BG media yeah. and then he was huge. Stop. There's, does, before there's, that. Bit, there's so many bits in between. It's funny because when you say the BG Media stuff, that was when it became full time. Before that, um so I was doing my A levels. Uh so then it's like obviously that takes up a, a big more like a larger chunk of that. And I was also driven with those. Mm. So I'd still be well. Not as much, um, but I'd be like working on that and then I'd, I'd kind of do it here or there. And YouTube didn't become a real focus or like uh, a real passion until uh, maybe 2014 where I'd, I was just starting to go into union stuff. So what was the, ooh, I just got cramped. What was the reason, <laughs> what was the reason for the first ever video that you did and what was that? Was it that FIFA one? No, no, there's a- What was the first ever video? It was like 2008. Me and me mates when we were in like yeah seven year eight doing a trampoline wrestling video and we were like yeah let's film it everyone will love this we were like we were really into WWE we're like yeah let's film this and put it on YouTube and out of the four of us it was me that like filmed it and me that uploaded it and me that put it together on my little phone and I think the the book kind of without me knowing started then yeah and then I kind of got into it intermittently and dropped in and out of it because it's it's still back in those days it's one of those things that if you got caught doing it you get laughed at and mocked yeah for it. and it was like. Oh, you're that kid that makes YouTube videos. So it's so, like. So is, yeah, that, uh, is there the kind of, for kids that age, is there that gasp of like, okay, here we go. Because, yeah. Because even, I, I just listened to the, the Geordie podcast with, uh, with you and, mm. and you were saying how like, you know, there are these numbers which, which you know, dictate how you feel about things. Mm. But at the same time, you can't like, you don't understand that number at all. That's what you said at the time. You don't. You don't see a hundred thousand yeah, people no, or no. a million people, yeah. but at school, yeah, that could be seen by yeah. seventy people, and there'd be the seventy worst people for <laughs> yeah. you to ever watch it. Could it. Ruin your fucking Put it on life, in the classrooms. Right? Yeah, that's well, that's where Will and E came from because I didn't want it to be Will Lenny in case my friends found it. Right. So it was like, yeah, live that bit of a Hannah Montana lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not really, Montana really reference. not with four K, but so it was. There's the wrestling one. Mm. Then when's the first one where you're like, I want you know I'm happy for people to see this. Be it even oh like a school kid. God, far down the line, like for me for me to be like I'm happy for my friends to see it. BG Media days earliest, really? earliest, like that was the first time I'd be comfortable with like. 
But you're still doing it. How do you mean? But you're still making all these videos yeah, prior yeah. to then. Yeah, just So you just blocked out the fact that all your mates must be seeing that. Stuff. No, they didn't. They didn't see it until like, they didn't see it until one of my mates found their video in their recommended. So I literally, I made a new Twitter account, I made a new Instagram account, completely different, like Elias, like name, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so no one would find it until they got to the stage where I was kind of comfortable with, oh, if they see them, it's not the end of the world, they're not that bad. Wow. Yeah, I was so secretive about it. So, I, and I think that's a, that was a great thing to do because it gave me all of that time to try my hardest, try different things and fuck it? up. Like if, hmm? Are yeah. you on screen? Oh yeah, 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 I always have been. So like it gives you that, it takes the pressure off, I can make this absolutely shit and no one, no one I know will see and it won't really matter. Yeah, yeah, like so huge, it's like, huge freedom in that, I guess. Oh yeah. But, so, but do you have, so I, I'm having this weird thing now where, so if I go to, if I go to QPR yeah. or like very rarely, yeah. I for the first time, yeah. I'm hearing that, that's James Hawker. Really? Oh shit, yeah. And so I'm in, the, the reason I think that's interesting mm. for you, is like, did you have, would you go to school thinking today's the day? Because I, I still, mm. now when I go to QPR sometimes, I'm like, I'm, I don't know, I feel like I can like scent, I can feel something. I'm, I'm like, I'm wary that that's going to happen. Not that it's like, yeah. and it's not the end of the world at all. Yeah. But for you, when you were kind of like keeping it quiet. Yeah. It's, did, like, it's like, like, what was I, it like? I never, so it never happened when I was at school. It was when I moved to uni and obviously I was living with these guys. So I just had to tell them, be like, oh yeah, I do this in my spare time and just take the hit if the judge is the judges. Right. Um, so at that point it was like, oh, they already knew. Um, so no, I was never really living in fear of, oh shit, what if my mates see this? But you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I guess once it does, yeah, when did you stumble across, or did you stumble across the beginnings of the formula of how your, of your style of video? Um, to be honest, I think if we'd done this interview, well, this podcast two years ago, I wouldn't have admitted it, but I just, Joe Weller was a huge one for me because I remember watching his videos and be like, you can be this, you can be on camera and not, not vlogging, but you can be this, you can pretty much be, you can be whoever you want to be. You wouldn't have to be an Alfie Days or a, do you know, like a Marcus Butler, like, right, oh, right, I vlog right, this. Yeah. You can go on camera and you can take the piss. Right. And I saw that and be like, this That's is, as you can definitely tell with my channel, it was definitely molded in that, molded in, yeah, fair enough. Molded in that way early on of, okay, find something daft, take the piss out of it and we'll go from there. Um, so Joe Weller was a, a big, big. Yeah, I I think you're, a, you're like the middle child of YouTube. Do you know what? I was thinking of this. Do you know, this sounds mad corny. Have you heard that J. Cole song where he's oh, talking yeah, about like being in between two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, that's you. That's exactly what yeah. I thought. I thought that yeah. because you know, you're after the side men, you're after mm. Joe Weller, but then you're the older brother to Alex, Alex yeah. Cam, yeah. Yeah, same yeah. kind of thing, and there are these new people. Yeah. So what do you, what are your thoughts on, um, on the older generation, on the OGs, and what are your, what's, what are your opinions on the, on the guys coming up? What do you well, see when you look at those funny dudes? because you can't really look at it in terms of like, they were before me, they're like, like because you became mates with them all. Well, yeah, it's funny because like the age thing, it's like you've got to kind of look at it as a YouTube age. Like Alex is three years younger than me, but he's been doing YouTube like full on the exact same time. Mm. George is the same, like George is 20, like that's three years younger. And then if you look at Joella, he's like, we're born in the same month. So it's like, it's funny as it like, you look right. at the older generation, but the ages are completely skewed. Yeah, um, but I guess there's a different journey there where it's your, it's your, it's your journey of your channel. Like, yeah. and yeah, if you yeah. don't, 
with your content, if you don't evolve it in some way or find a way to keep it fresh, yeah. then then it, it naturally kind of loses mm. its way a, a little bit. I'm not saying any of those guys oh. have done that, but they're, they're further down the road. So they, yeah. they've got they're, to kind of deal with those challenges. Yeah. Are there any challenges that you've seen like those guys kind of go through that you can either see on the horizon or you've had to go through? I Yeah, so it's, it's, I'm always kind of looking at that to like judge what's coming for me or what yeah, you say. Yeah. And sometimes I find it hard to compare because if you look at the Sidemen, the Joellas and them, I feel like their audience is maybe a little bit younger. So sometimes I'll, uh, I feel bad for Joella when I go into one of these videos and you look at his comments and they're just, they're just a shit show of just like 11 year olds opinions. And you think if that's the feedback you're getting of them just being like totally not getting the point of the video or what he's saying or misreading what something's happening. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're judging funny, of this of what my audience wants, probably happens to Simon too, of like, oh, they're saying this and it's negative, but it's like they don't really understand. So then if you're trying to judge, okay, this is what I should be doing next, I think it's skewed and yeah. you should listen to their opinion less. Whereas I think with my audience, I'd say it's probably average 15 to 16, uh, where I think you're just a lot more in tune. And yeah. I find it a bit easier to know if I've misjudged something or if I've got something wrong and how to adapt that going and I guess forward. The, I guess the good thing for you is that the whole point of your content a lot of the time is it's saying, come on, be aware. Like, be aware yeah. of what you're fucking doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and calling people calling people out in a sense. Yeah. I think you've, uh, you've fine-tuned that in a really, really good way that's yeah. going to give you real longevity because you're careful. Yeah. Not overly, like in that commentary community, mm. there's different ways of doing yes, it. Yes, definitely. And and that's good, and that's why there are yeah. different people. Yeah. Um, say, Jackmate feels a tiny bit more... Aggressive on Aggressive, yeah. a tiny bit more scathing. A little bit, he runs the rule a bit more. I think he's yeah. very more like, not the internet police, but like, this is right and wrong, you should do this, you should not. And he's very good at that. Yeah, he's very, really very good. good at, like, he's, yeah. He always seems to be on the right, yeah. right yeah, side. He, he can win an argument, that bastard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think Alex is Alex yeah. is similar. It's yeah. kind of in a, on a calmer tone, maybe. I think Alex, having known him over the last year, he makes a conscious effort to take more towards entertainment than you should do this or not. But Alex is, has got a really good moral compass and he's mm. very good at seeing both sides whilst also seeing the YouTube side of this is just entertainment. Yeah. I think Alex does it really to a level I, I couldn't. Are those conversations that you've had with Alex at times where you're kind yeah. of like... Because I guess if, you're, if there are these big things that you you know, your audience expects you to talk about. Mm. Do you, yeah, have you sort of offered him as the middle child, mm. as the big brother of him, have you sort of helped guide him at all? I think the only thing with Alex's is I just think, I was always careful of like, look, if I'm gonna take the piss out of someone, am I gonna meet them in a year? Am I gonna meet them at a party in two years? And I'm like, oh, I can't be asked for that awkward situation. Like, I, don't wanna, I don't enjoy chatting shit about people. So I've always kind of kept it very, uh, just light and you know, like I, yes. I've never really, I don't think, and if I have, I haven't done it for years, of like gone in of like, this is really bad, unless I think- Yeah, I don't think you have. I'm not gonna meet them, <laughs> yeah. or they're a real bastard. So yeah, sometimes I'm like with Alex, just like, uh, careful of who you say stuff about. Yeah, and I, I was- Which I is bad, which is so, like, you know what I mean? It's not But like, it's tough, isn't honest, it? Because I think like, that, by the nature of it, you're often, you're treading a line of being negative about something. Mm. And, there's, when you put that out to the world, there's a certain energy that that puts out. Oh yeah. And so to, to find a way to do it where you feel good after it. Yeah. Is that a real thing? Like, I think I, I the I only thing I'd care about is if I hurt someone's feelings. Like yeah. I would never, like, 
say something to intentionally hurt someone, that would be, that's kind of the way I, I walk the, the line is, would I say it to their face? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, would I, I, I would never want to be intentionally horrible to someone, just unless they're being a knob, you can mock it, mm. fair enough. But to be honest, I've really stepped away from that in the last yeah, few years. I just, for me, it's not that I don't enjoy it anymore, but I feel like there's only, there's only a certain amount of time you can do that for before it gets really fucking repetitive. Mm. There's only a certain amount of times you can make that video, say that joke, oh, you're an obhead, before it gets boring. So like at that point, more recently in the last six months, I've really enjoyed like taking on a project like the I'm a celebrity video. Yeah, see if we can trick this or see if we can do this. And it's more of a challenge and it, it I, I think, it's something you need to do to adapt to for people to keep watching. Yeah, it's just to even stay interested. But again, that in itself is it's got to be a clever move for for it to to work. Mm. You so with the sort of the niche that you have mm. in, in this week on the internet, ha, have you found that frustrating at times to to kind of keep being creative within that formula? Uh, within that formula, yeah, it's tough, uh, and I'll only make one of those if I'm like this is a, a topic that's worth talking about or I've got loads of stuff that are worth showing and make yeah. it entertaining. But a lot, a lot of that, every time I make it this week on the internet, it kind of, it does sometimes now feel like it's filler because I've made it so many times before right. that I'm like, oh, I'm just making this for the sake of it. Whereas with these new videos, it's like, wow, these are like, I'm really excited. This could, you know, do really well or it's, yeah. just, it's just more of a risk. Yeah. And I think if you're not taking risk with YouTube, you're going backwards. Mm. Uh, going, going back to sort of the start of that, you're on 2.7 million subscribers mm. all the way. I looked at that yesterday. And I was like, what's great about it is there's a few like wows, mm. but to be honest, it's pretty steady. Yeah. Morg's mum out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was a good one. And then the tour, that killed it. The tour, was, <laughs> so yeah. Was, I was like, was, what is... Ah, Morg, Morg's mum and Belle Delphine was great. And then we put all of the work yeah. into that tour. So if you stepped away, stepped out of your channel, mm. looked at the, your channel, why is it successful? Why do you think it's successful? I think because I'm quite, it adapts a lot. I think I'm always kind of, you have to see where, where the platform's going or what, what's, you know, what's wanted next. Even in, not so much in terms of trends, but what do YouTube want to push? Like, okay, like sub 10 minute videos now are just like a, a dead medium. Like there's, right. there's no point of, making them because YouTube's not going to show them. Um, so you've just kind of got to work out how to keep the bigwigs happy, like how to keep the algorithm happy and you're good. When did you realise that? What? That it's, it, as much as it's, is another phrase you use in one of the hmm. podcasts, it's like, it's more, it's, a, it's as much about the uploading page as it is about oh. the video that you're making. Yeah, it's even way more now. So you did, uh, you did uh, maths, chemistry, physics. physics, right? So those offer up kind of clear like strengths, I guess. Yeah about you so what what does doing those subjects what does that say about you as a person what are you what do you like what are you good at in terms uh, of your I like being able to step back and analyze things so like this because you're given so much like data on the back end of your YouTube videos if you can look at all right high click-through ratio that's gonna help da, da, da. so I like being able to step back and look at the data of it mm. and then you can kind of reverse engineer what works and what doesn't when it first started to come together had you looked at the analytics first and then created that or did the, the video or did you create the yeah. video and then tweaked it? You kind of, you've got to make the video to get, you know what I mean? It's like, um, for it to evolve. So it's kind of just practicing and trying different things. And like, it's not, there's never just a, a one video. Okay, I've got it. It works. Like, I don't know now really what would be, you know, there's no secret formula. You've just got to 
try it's trial and error. It's just right. a massive case of trial and error. So, but but what what there has to have been. So in hindsight, there's mm. a formula, but right now there's not a formula. There's a formula, but it changes every six months. Right. So it's like what works now will not work in six months' time, and it definitely didn't work six months ago. So talk me through the formulas as they've kind of come, so come by. So now, what it, was the first one? Go in, go in order for me. Oh, God. So <laughs> the BG Media. Yeah, what for me, formula, 2016, what I do is uh, find some dodgy-looking kid, well, not looking kid, but dodgy kid from the northwest of England in the thumbnail, right? You get that face, you put it bang centre, make it as big as possible and give it some all-caps title saying they're the worst this or the worst that ever. Whereas now, it's, uh, once you've done that 10 times, people don't click on it as much. Right. So you've got to think, OK, how can I pique people's interest in a different way? Uh, now... But, and when you, sorry, when, mm -hmm. you, when you say pique uh, interest, mm. do you mean pique interest for the people that already watch your channel as much as the, mm. the other guys, or pique the interest in comparison to everyone else who's... Yeah. Yeah, both, everyone else who's both. you've got to just right. think, what is the best way? I mean, the whole infrastructure of YouTube now is built off that little switch in your brain when you see something you're recommending, you go, I want to click that. Mm. Uh, like, that's the whole, that's all it's based off now. Uh, so you've got to find a way to be able to reverse engineer how does my video flick that switch? Do you know how does my video make someone go, oh yeah, I'll click on that? And that's, that's literally the one skill you need to do YouTube successfully. Right. Doesn't matter even if the video is that great. That's the, the one, like, holy grail yeah. of it. I think, well, no, I, I think you're right. And I think people get, uh, I certainly do, mm. you get confused. You just go, oh, I'd like to do that. I, I like, this will be a good idea for a video. Yeah. And the last thing you think about yeah. is the title. Yeah, fuck that. Don't do that. That's the <laughs> worst <laughs> thing ever. No, start with the title and thumbnail, as sad and deprived as that is, and then work back. Right. That is, like, I was on a, um, I, was, I was shooting a video for someone else's channel the other, the other week. And uh, it was a massive like scale production. Like there was a gallery, there was cameras on cameras, there was cameramen. You know, there was it was mic'd up. There was loads of people on set. And they were going to take the thumbnail, and the guy's video is goes. So what should we do for the thumbnail? I'm going like this must be costing you thousands of pounds, and it's the most important thing. Like think of that first. Uh, okay. Josh Peters, you useless tosser. <laughs> right, he's got it out. There you go. This is, this is my thing. title. Calling out. <laughs> um, I know I keep using this word formula. Yeah. But there's still, even in, even in the, it's, and maybe it's the flow of it as well. Mm. You have, well, actually, do you know, it's unfair maybe for me to keep going on about formula. Maybe it's well, just a there style. Is, there is a, it's not a secret formula, but there is, there's a very definitive way now of the two things you have to, the two boxes you have to tick to bang a video. Which and are? it's uh, watch time. And so there's a really good video on this by a guy called Veritasium. Uh, and he w walked through it in a very scientific way. So there's watch time and click-through ratio. Yeah. So watch time, if you have a video with eight or nine minutes average watch time and a click-through ratio of about eight or nine percent, so for every hundred people that see that video recommended to the eight or nine people click them, you're pretty much guaranteed a million views. Pretty much. Seriously? Uh, yeah, I'd say. If you can get that higher click-through ratio and people are watching it for eight minutes, if you, like, if you look at the data of it, you're sitting pretty. So that's, that's literally all you have to aim for. Right. But doing that is a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. <laughs> it's so easy to talk about, yeah. but so you've just always kind of got to be like, okay, are people going to want to click on this image? And then that's, that's the game of it. What was peak YouTube? Have we reached peak YouTube? What do you mean? 
I think with anything, we're mm. talking about channels, we're talking about yeah. any series that you watch on Netflix, yeah. any musician, they have anything. Yeah. They have a high and then yeah. a little plateau. And yeah, they might yeah. level up and it might go again or it might so drift away. I would love to think that YouTube's different because it's such an ever-changing platform that every year is different and every year different things work. So I mean, the, there's definitely peak points in certain YouTubers' careers. But I mean, you get great, vi there's great videos now, there was great videos last year, there will always be that yeah. currently. And they, they, that's what I love about it is there's so much variety. I, I don't know, like my peak YouTube or like when I enjoyed YouTube the most would be different to yours. So it's like, it's almost, do you know when you, you've got a, actually, it's like, you know when you've got, take uh, like your favorite artist and they'll, they'll make an album and you'll be like, oh, that's their best album because it'll remind you maybe of a best time in your life and you'll be like, oh, that was peak YouTube because that's when I enjoy it the most. Right, but right. like, maybe that's a, not a great analogy. Bringing it back you know to what? football like I always do, it's, mm. it's like, we, we were doing the kickoff the other day and um, there's Rory, 34, mm. Wizzy, 30s, mm. 30s, Lozen's 30s, Brian's 30s. And they, they started talking about 90s football and saying like, late 90s, that's as good as it's got. Right. It will never be that good again. Yeah, but was and, that not just because you loved the late 90s in your life? It, it, I think it is. To them, you know it's, I mean? because, it's because you're 15, 16 yeah. and you're obsessed. Yeah. You're obsessed with it. Yeah. But it's like, I reckon kids are probably doing, they're doing the same thing now. It's like, yeah. do you remember when Liverpool got 97 points and still didn't win? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's, just like, it's like that. So it's like, Going back to albums, it's like, oh, I love Frank Ocean's Blonde because I was really, I remember being in a really good place when I was listening to that, like my, my YouTube was going and whenever I put that album on, I'm like, oh, this is great and it takes you back to that. Yeah. But if he makes a new album, I'll probably be like, oh, it's not as good as Blonde because I'll associate it yeah, with, yeah, yeah. I was really the happy. experiences there. and all that. Yeah, things. yeah. And it's like, I think it's, it's an unfair comparison. Sometimes you kind of have to step back from your perspective of it. Would you say you're a creative person or an analytical person or what's, what's you? I don't know because obviously this whole YouTube thing suggests different, but I've never been creative my whole life. Like in terms of like art or English, I could never do it. I was always shite. Like even, I was like school plays would never be in one of them. I think in, in like first school, I was like shepherd number three in the nativity. Like I know, but then we did a big, <laughs> Tour of the UK. So yeah. I, I, with YouTube, I think it just makes you realise whatever you put your mind to, you can, you can get sorted. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like life lessons of the mm. last two years for you, mm. because you've gone from, you know, doing your A levels and going to uni, mm. moving down to London, then this you know mm. this beautiful place that we're sitting at now, and like, do you feel? Well, first of all, do you, do you feel established? How do you mean? Do you feel Do you feel like you're I think there's a, often there's in any person's life there's that sort of panic of like this could all go away. Yeah. When your life's dictated by numbers, that's yeah. what we said at the start. Yeah. I'd imagine that's really stressful. Yeah. But you've been around for a while now. Yeah. And that you've kept moving forward and kept getting better. Mm -hmm. Do you um, do you feel established and a bit calmer with all of that now? I think. I know uh, because I feel like if you start feeling established then you get complacent and then you're fucked. Um, I, the one time where I was like worrying about things was before I did YouTube, when I was in uni. Um, and like when I would be like, oh, worried about where I'm at or like this could all go away. I felt more about that at uni. And then as soon as I started doing YouTube, that just felt right. And right. this is what I was like, I, I could throw myself into. So I, I, it's, not, 
it's definitely something I'm worried about the future. Uh, it's definitely something I try and plan for, and you know, spend money wisely. I'll put it in you know wiser places. Mm. But what I'm more worried about is, well, not more worried about. It's not in terms of it going away. It's just I'm worried about not being able to do it day to day as like my job. As in, like yeah. you love that it fills your days. Is that what? You yeah, mean? that's what it is. I'm right. not. I'm not so much terrified of oh losing. I get X amount of views a video or get paid this much a month from it. It's I'm really worried about, well, not worried, but I'm just not looking forward to the day where I can't do this anymore yeah. as a full-time job. Yeah, I can watch you on tour. Mm. Shepherd's Bush Empire, which mm. I've, I've been to a lot of times. Mm. I've watched The Roots there. I've watched, I think I've watched Jurassic 5 there. Yeah. Fucking amazing yeah. people there. Um, and I, I was in the, we were in the like back, third to back row, mm. full. Yeah. And I saw you there and I thought, Fuck! <laughs> this is like and the reason. Yeah. And not not wow. He sold it out. Mm. Not bothered about that. Mm. I was like, wow. For like, and we we don't know each other really well. Mm. But I, I got the feeling. I was like, wow. That's really <laughs> really brave. Yeah. For you to not dumb brave like fucking yeah. amazing brave. It was too. It was dumb brave two months before. And <laughs> yeah, it's dumb brave. Definitely. That's why I was, I was intrigued because we were kind of we were there in the yeah. kind of. Road to it and going. Yeah, I was going. Have you, pa- have you planned it yet? Yeah. You know what you're saying? <laughs> like, yeah. And and then you did. You yeah. Kind of. You did. You sort of yeah. got down and figured it out. And yeah. I, I always thought that was going to come because Stephen as well. Stephen's a lot more. Stephen's in, incredible because he's both so funny just yeah. off the top of his head, but he also, I think people sometimes wonder about why why there aren't a lot of videos on his channel. Yeah. Big part of it is he scripts it. Yeah. He writes. Oh it yeah. Down. Yeah. And, and so that takes a little bit of, of time. So yeah. I knew that you guys would go, right, okay. We'll no, plan this meticulously, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I know like with your videos, you like to script them as well. Oh yeah, every word. I remember sitting down with yeah. uh, you and Brian when I was just starting. Yeah. So it was just after a video with Josh Peters, I think. And I was like, so how, when you're doing like talking to camera, yeah. how do you do it? Like, what's your style? Mm. And Brian's like, four bullet points. Yeah. And, and, and a few jokes that you want to get to and then just yeah. let, let it fly out. And you were like, Every no, single line, word. Line, line, line. I, because I can't. Like I, I think you. I just realised where my skill set's limited. Like I'm nowhere near as funny as Stephen, or you know, so other people. But if I can, I think if I can just use my time and my effort to script and plan out a video of where to hit this, or yeah, uh, I can get close. I think that's a big thing for for you for, that people should take as well. Is 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 understand your strengths and yeah. see them and understand that they are strengths. I think it's something that I didn't understand for a long time and I was trying to like dampen down mm. um, my weaknesses a lot. Mm. And actually like, if you just kind of understand, well, no, it's okay, like, right, I'm, I'm not great on that, I'm yeah. really good at this. Yeah, just so go all I'm, in on I'm sick at this and then that's your niche or that's exactly. your, your selling point. And I, I think that's, you've done that without even knowing, mm. I think, throughout this mm. period of, of success. The, back to the tour, I thought, you've got a new little perspective. I thought that. Mm. And oh, then yeah. when I saw you in the bar afterwards, you said, I want to do something, I wanted to do something this year that yeah. scared me. Yeah. I thought, wow, like that, that's, yeah. really, that's mm. really exciting to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Because it's just where you get progress But have from. you been like that? Have you, is that something that's new to you? Yes. Oh right. my God, yes. Because I feel, like, I, I'm guessing, yeah. but I, I was guessing that maybe it is something that you've kind of realised over the last yeah. year and a half. Or I think like. it's... So I think the first time it happened was this, the first Sidemen charity match. And because I've always been someone, I always just like live in my comfort zone, you know, stay happy, not, you know, don't take any risk, it'll not hurt you. 
And the Simon charity match, I was like, that's such a sick opportunity, I've got to do it. But it terrified us. Yeah. And I think. Why did it I, terrify you? Because I'm shit at football and there was 30,000 <laughs> people there. But, <laughs> and then I realised that the, the, the night afterwards, after doing that, that the best feeling yeah. comes from something you are terrified about. So then it was like, okay, Simon charity match, next one next year, Wembley. And then, yeah, this year, it was like, there's, there's none of that. There's, that charity match isn't there. So I yeah, thought, yeah, let's yeah. fill that void because it's a fucking great feeling yeah. of, some, of having something you're really scared of coming up and then doing it. So I was, and then they were like, oh, well, should we do a tour next April? Do you, think, do you think it was worse for you because there's a general feeling that you're like, you're chilled and happy-go-luck and you don't mm. really get um, bothered by things? Do, mm. do you think that people thought that about you? Did that play on your mind? In like terms of what? In, the... in terms of like you didn't want to... And I guess you didn't in that sideband game. You were able to just kind of cope and get <laughs> yeah. through it. Coast and hope no one looks at you. Yeah, yeah. but in the lead up to that, oh, I yeah. think sometimes people, as much as, especially people you know, who are on YouTube or mm. whatever, you can be very wary of how you're perceived. Mm -hmm. And so if you have put out something as a general idea that you're perceived as this guy's like, yeah, oh, everyone, right, yeah, we're talking about this I can't video. can't get cool. pissed off if I lose you, the ball. Or, yeah, or uh, panic, or like having... Whatever. In those games, I realised I was never going to be able to like, give anything good to them in terms of football ability-wise. So, all right, Rice comes running down the left wing, I'll kick his knees in. Like, like that's, I was like, I'm not going to be able to contribute anything good. So I might as well just try and have a laugh. We've got that kick Jeremy Lynch. Lynch. We've, both, yeah, we've both fouled Jeremy Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad yeah. well, right. I guess that's like... Yeah. Sorry I lost with that. Sorry about that. Well, that mate, it could have been me. I, did, I gave away a free kick on the edge of the did box you? and I was thinking... Oh, not like this. Oh my God, I've, I've just, we've just yeah. lost. We've just lost because I'm, he's, of course, of course he's going to put it top yeah, pins. It's I've Jeremy seen him do it loads of times on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. He does it every I've time. I've never seen this guy miss a free kick. Guys going, fuck. That's it. Is, oh, well, I came off that pitch really happy because I thought I'd done my job. I got sent off at Wembley. I kicked Jeremy Lynch. And then I, I watched it back. For, oh, shit, I lost the game. I was like, oh, felt really bad no, for everyone else. That. But it wasn't I mean, you. We still, we, I look we back at well. that. We did amazing in that. That was amazing. So what, going into Wembley, were you, were you nervous about that? Yeah. Really? It's See, I didn't get that vibe. So I, I, oh, I think with Wembley, I was nervous because I knew it'd be bad. Whereas with the tour, I wasn't as nervous because I knew we planned it and it was yeah. going to be good. Like, I hate not being, I hate doing anything poorly. Like, I, if I make a video, I want to make it, like, put work in before and prepare it so it's the best it can be. Right. And I always want to, if I put anything out, I want it to be really good. Mm. Unless it's maybe a second channel video. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. That's uh, sub anyway, it's fine. Uh, with, with football, I would have practice for 10 years to be, be better. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? I couldn't have just put loads of work in the month before and came out like fucking Ronaldinho at Wembley. So I was, I was nervous because I knew I'd be shit. Right. How, how are you with nerves generally? Are you a nervous person? Um, not so much. No, no, I don't think so. Because I, I wonder if like those nerves get. Everyone has nerves, mm. but going back to that word at the start, you saying that you're driven. Mm. That kind of go. Yeah, I am nervous, but I'm sorry. I'm gonna just have to keep. I going just feel here. the need to go in. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's a really good. Yeah, it's a really good thing to have because there, you can walk away if you want mm -hmm. to. But then that's the opposite re uh, feeling yeah. of, of what you're saying. You just know in your gut that it's wrong to. Yeah, and that's something that kind of keeps us. Directed. What was the worst thing about the, the the tour? How much we got paid for it? <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, it reminds me. Actually, okay, I'll go to that now. Uh, right? So I asked, I asked <laughs> oh, someone. Sake, yeah. I asked someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought, uh, let me. Yeah. Add, you know, you know him better than me. Yeah. Give me a question, 
and I'll ask him, but I'll say it anon- it's an anonymous person. Well, what does Stephen say? So, it's from Anonymous. He asks, why did you give the meet and greet money to charity? Seriously, why? Could be anyone. Because I couldn't Could get Stephen anyone. on the tour if, I, if, if I, we didn't. Stephen was like, I refuse credit to him because he's such Does everyone a know pure and lovely bloke. I probably would have taken the money, right? For the record, I probably would have taken it, right? But Stephen is so lovely and just pure <laughs> that he was like, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. And then my dad's just said, well, why don't you give it to charity? Because it was, the company literally came to us, like, you do these meet and greets, or the tour doesn't work. Like, as a business right, right, thing, right. It, that's just how tours run. Like, the James Charles thing when he was charging $500 a ticket, bad, but it's the business side of things. It's like, there's people telling them that too. Yeah. Uh, so Stephen was like, I'm not doing meet and greets. I'm not doing meet and greets. And I was like, okay, well, what if we do these meet and greets and give them to charity? And then he was like, all right, that feels right. And that's how I got Stephen on board. <laughs> and without Stephen, there was obviously never going to be a tour. So yeah, different at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that, that stings. Um, yeah. And it stings for this anonymous person who doesn't want to be named. Um, the tour itself, like that, that moment. Mm. So again, looking at you, the, the, doing it, completing it at 23, mm. again, Forget the fact that you've sold the tickets, the success of it. Mm. The fact that you're willing to stand in front of those yeah. people. How did that feel? Like, what was the first night like? Oh, the best feeling. The well, that's what I was saying. Feeling, honestly. No way. So, uh, oh well, the ten minutes before you go on is the worst feeling in the world. And then as soon as you step out there, and it starts to go like, oh shit, I can do this. Great, and you're like, I don't want to leave. I remember bouncing around in my dressing room at the interval. We're, we're already halfway right. there. Wow. And me, Stephen, Max, the whole tour company, you're like, yeah, it works, it works. Because you don't know. Yeah. Like, not a lot of, there's not really been a YouTube show like ours as well. So I think we proved a lot of unproven ground of like, yeah. you know, we, we did something for the first time. So it was my first time in terms of like, okay, do a show, but it was also the first time of, do these shows even fucking work? Because yeah, uh, the other frightening thing for, for the tour is the mm. fact that it's comedy. Yeah, and like that's. <laughs> mm. I'm funny. You're gonna laugh. When yeah, I, say this. Ready? I know. Here we go. Jesus Christ! Like that's again. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I think it's kind of benefited with a YouTube audience because they come and they're already on your side. Yeah, I remember speaking to a couple of YouTubers when I did panels um, in Southern City, and I was really nervous. I think, and someone came up and was like, "Why? Like these are your people?" She said, and it sounds a bit deprived, but like it's almost like they're coming to support you. So you've mm. kind of just got to be like, look, I mean, <laughs> they might shout nonce or square head here or there, but I mean, people don't want to come and see from a loving place. Yeah, no one's coming <laughs> to the show going, oh, I want him to flop. So you're like, yeah. it, I, it's I a find bit, a bit of solace in that. It's a bit, it's a bit like a wedding, like when you're like the best man or whatever. Oh, it's, yeah. it's horrific, but you, want to see you it do go well. know, as long as you get the kind of rhythm and go punchline, yeah, 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 yeah. just laugh anyway, you'll be okay. Yeah, because um, it's all good not to. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm amazed you're so chilled with it. I thought the tour would have been a bit more of an excruciating like thing for you. How do you mean? I just thought that step, like when people don't realise this, that we're, you know, that's just a camera. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah. it's not the few thousand people who are going to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's just a camera. There's no one yeah. else here apart from me and you chatting. Like those kind of things, going and doing it in front of row after yeah. row after people. It's I only, thought that would like blow your mind a bit more. It only blows your mind when you're not, until you're out there. Like as soon as you're out there, the lights are really bright. You can't really see That's many helpful. people anyway. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's, I, I, as soon as I'm out there, I'm totally fine. It's almost like just having a conversation with more people. Mm. But the 10 minutes before in your mind, you're like, this is, I'm about to step out into the gauntlet. Yeah, like this is. Did you, um, did you talk to Stephen about it? In like the run up, but you know, he's got like, a little bit more experience. Yeah, he didn't really give me much. It was not really, uh, all I really got from them two was they'd practice heckles 
or uh, he just tell us the stories of, of just when it went bad. But um, yeah, no, he just it's said kind of chilled anyway, pause. isn't it? We got we got a lot of help from a writer, so we we pretty much went to this guy and we're like, look, this is what we want to talk about. This is you know how we're gonna do it. And he was like, okay, this is how we make it into a show. So you couldn't do like, you couldn't, with YouTube, you'd play a clip for seven seconds and then talk about it and then another one. And it was like, it doesn't work. So if you do that on a show, you've got to play a clip for 40 seconds and then make loads of jokes and bring back to it because it just gets far too hectic to follow. Right. So he would teach us things like that. I, and I got loads from him. Um, so I, yeah, the coaching for that was mainly from from the writer. Okay. So what did you learn from it then? What was what are your if you look back at it now, mm. apart from it being fun? Mm. Yeah. What is there anything that you've gone? Okay. Um, don't trust people when they tell you what you're going to make because you're not. <laughs> I'm sick of working and making money for other people, uh, and that if I set my mind to stuff, there's there's a lot I think I can do that yeah. I, I didn't. There's a, a there's more skills than I thought I had. Because I guess moving into like looking into the future for you, mm -hmm. don't scare us. Does, does the future scare you then? Like what's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, life's good. Isn't it? Yeah, well, because I'm I'm quite good at putting the blinders on and be like, it's great now, right. we'll be fine in five years. But the more I think, I'm like, look, I need a plan. I need. But I think what I love about YouTube now is it's kind of getting to the place where I might be really naive by saying this, but you can maybe do it for 10 years instead of the four or five years I thought you could if you adapt and if you completely change your content. Like if you look at PewDiePie, right? 2013, did you ever, did you, did you ever see the videos he used to make then? I mean, not religiously. So he used to like scream and be really well, over yeah, top yeah. about like these Happy World games and like play horror games and like big reactions and be like, yeah, like really animated. Whereas now he's like he steps calmer, back and he, he? yeah, he will he'll mock things and he'll he'll be really like straight and you know um, have like a dry sense of humour. And he's completely changed and he's right. the biggest bastard on the platform. And he, you know, if you can do that, you can you can keep going, um, which gives me a little bit of relief. Yeah. It's so, like, so there is a bit, but I guess there is a bit of anxiety of because mm. one one question I ask everyone is like, what keeps you up at night? What, yeah, is that what it that's, is? That, that's what it is. The fact that you can lose it all in a month, but then you've also got to tell yourself you can get it back the very next month. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. it's such a fluid platform. What though. do you think of this, like the James Charles, like the cancel culture thing? Do you <sighs> believe all, in it? It's all a good storyline, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it? The one that I think reflects it the most is the, the JJ and Deji stuff. Is that like Deji will put out a video? Oh, JJ's losing subs. Okay, so I put out a video. Oh, Deji's losing yeah. subs. It's like the internet's so fickle. It's almost like like football fans, you know, when you Paul Dummett has five games in a row, shite, yeah? Right, right. And then suddenly he has six games in a row, great, and he's, we don't need a new left back. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, you've got to kind of step back from mm. it and realise people will be people. Like, there's, there's, there's very rarely a big situation or like, a, you know, a drama on the internet that happens, drops, and people still care about three days later. Yeah. Like, 72 hours is pretty much a golden rule of, all right, no one cares anymore. Like, no better. And, yeah, I guess, I guess there's so... Have you had a moment where something's happened that you thought was a giant deal, and then there's three or four days later, it's like, uh, oh, I think uh, I'm going to be all right here. I mean, not personally, but, but every single other thing, yes. <laughs> but right. everything, you're like, wow, this is amazing, this is new, this is fresh, let's talk about it, make jokes about it, read all the tweets about it, right, and the day yeah. you're like, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? So uh, the platform itself, YouTube, what would be your predictions for it? Where do you see it going as someone who's like lived and breathed it for the last yeah. few, few years? It's so hard if you look like, it depends on how far you're looking in the future. Um, I think the subscriber metric is just completely invalid. Like that's, that, all that is is just a vanity metric now. It means so much less than it did five years ago. Right. And I think it's going to continue the way that, that subscribers is just a number to judge yourself on. That's really... Because I think in Twitter, there, there's thoughts about taking away mm. how many, how many uh, followers you've got. Yeah, I, see, that's, it's the whole follow account that doesn't really m- mean much. It's the engagement you get. So for Twitter, it'd be likes and retweets. That would mean more than, oh, I have X amount of followers. Uh, or Instagram would be likes on your picture. YouTube, it's views. Right. So it's like subscribers, it's, it's just such an empty metric. I guess the only metric might be being recommended a little bit more. Yeah, it's views. But, but that, that's, but you get views as a result views. of that. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the proof for that. Because um, in the old days, like if you had subscribers, you had views. Like YouTube would be like, all right, this person pressed the subscribe button. They want to see this person's content. And maybe 2016, 2017, they stopped showing every subscriber every video uh, and got loads more views on the site because of that and moved towards more, we will show videos that lots of people click on. Just go and chuck something out there, like mm-hmm. say like five years in the future. Okay. Is there, because I guess uh, maybe this is an unfair question, but especially when, when you know you've been around mm. and dived into trend after trend after trend yeah. after trend. Is, is there any kind of like rhythm or rhyme or reason to that? Or is it just, just whatever catches people's attention at the time? That's it. It's, it's just whatever. It's, it's just whatever. No, it's whatever. It's whatever people care about. It's, that's all it is. It's like your job as a YouTuber is also just to know what people want, like care about or what so they're is interested that, in. Is that a route that you go down as well when you're kind of thinking about ideas? Is like what will people oh, yeah, care yeah. about or what are they caring about right now? Yeah, right. sadly. It's, I don't think it's, it's not as prominent as it was maybe two years ago. Do you, do you remember like trends where it was like, oh, a thousand degree knife through this thing. 2016 YouTube was like, you had to make a video on that trend. Like you had to have those keywords in your title. Yeah. Whereas now you can make a video on anything, just as long as enough people are interested, it'll do well here or there. Well, that's something you said to me, like, the amount of times I've, like, I've gone to put a title and I've gone, I'd love to text Will here. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just keep texting me asking, like, what, what's a good mm. title for this? I think I've, I've used uh, my two shots. The title has to come first. Make the title. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm sorry. Stop making <laughs> videos before the title. Okay. That's like... Right, there we go. There yeah, we go. But you, you have said that like, like, to a point, fuck keywords now. Like, yeah, it's weird. That's just one of those things that it just changes every six months. It's like yeah. sometimes you'll see you'll see a lot of tweets like literally every season, every six months, and everyone be like, "Oh, YouTube's broken. This isn't working anymore." Like, yeah, we've changed something. Go figure it out. <laughs> like that's literally what it is. And they'll never be like YouTube never come out and be like, "All oh, right, that's it. That's now. it. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. the new thing. You've just got to react to it and plot ahead." How quickly do you react to these things, though? Um, it, some things, it's hard like, Do you have any rules? You try, no. I, no, if you have rules, you're fucked. Like, if you try and keep yourself to these set boxes, you're fucked. Right. Um, it usually helps if, like, your mate figures something out and they'll tell you. Um, or sometimes it changes and it'll be harder for you to adapt because that just doesn't suit your content. Mm. Like, for me, I went from have, making four-minute videos really fast-paced yeah. to having to be like, well, four-minute videos, they don't exist anymore. You don't do that. To now I have to make 14 
minute videos at the same pace because I can't let myself not. Yeah. Uh, and it's just sometimes it's it's harder to adapt. Because there was the joke, wasn't there? The, uh, the 10 minute, yeah. 10 minute yeah, videos, yeah, yeah. getting those so out. 10 minutes just for money, whereas now 10 <laughs> minutes is just... It's, um, that must, 10, 10 minutes isn't even enough now. Is it? I, I think that's a new wave of like, of, of how yeah. people are about money, yeah, I, which I think is quite satisfying and really, um, it's a massive relief I think, because, you, and you you did that really quickly. You're just like, well, I want more money. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's yeah. nice. Like it's nice that you don't have to do that. Yeah, shit. if you're just f- upfront with it, I think that's maybe uh, the opinion of the general audience has changed over the yes. last six or seven years. Whereas that was really bad, and you were a little money whore back in 2013 if you even upload daily. Whereas now if you just joke about me like, yeah, like if I add an extra minute onto my video, that a nine minute video, make a 10 minute video, I can make twice as much. Mm. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna drag the outro out this long and hope for the best. But I, it's just like, if you're working that hard and you've only, you can only do YouTube for a fine, amount, fine out, amount of time, you might yeah. as well push yourself to get as much out of it as possible. Like at the end of the day, it's free entertainment. Do you, like, think you, could, do you, think you just said you're going to do YouTube for a fine amount of time. Do you mm. think you could do you, think you could do it for another 15 years? 50, I don't know if I want to be 38 with kids kicking around and being like, oh, look at this kid on the internet. Uh, I would love Keeps to do it. I would, yeah, <laughs> I know. Maybe I should just stop, get, get that out of my mind. Um, maybe, but, but I'd love about, to do it till 30, 31, 32. Right. But it's, it's hard about because I... It's fulfillment though, isn't it? Right? Yeah. So you've got to kind of... It's probably an unfair question to ask that because you don't know how you're going to feel. In yeah, the, in a exactly. And I don't know how... Do you think you'd be okay, to, you'd feel okay to walk away from it if it was, you know, if it just got to a point where you're like, I just, I'm not enjoying it? I, that's the thing is, I can never see that. Maybe that's t- touch wood, but I can't see that point coming soon. Mm. Like, I just love it so much. And it's the first thing that I've had, like, to be really in my life, really passionate about. So maybe... If it, when it gets to the point where you're like, you know what, I don't enjoy this anymore. Mm. Change what you're making. Or I saw what I loved. Uh, Mr. Beast did uh, Logan Paul's podcast and he was just saying, look, look at what you're not enjoying. If you're not enjoying cutting video, get someone to help you cut the video. Or right. if you're not enjoying, like if you make videos and the cleanup afterwards or the setup, pay someone to set it up for you. So hopefully I'll be in a position where I'll be able to do that mm. and prolong it that way. Yeah. But for now... I know, I, I touch one again. I don't see it coming. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's interesting because there are there are different phases in there are different phases in life. And, mm. and so I was watching this. There's this. It's a very famous uh, British documentary that's gone on for years and years. It, it was originally called Seven Up, but it's like you coming? Can I come down? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, what should we wait? Do you want, I don't know. Do you want to be in, G? <laughs> She, she's the actual brain. Come to the process <laughs> yeah. soon. Um, there's yeah, the documentary Seven Up, and basically they find these um, there's a, a group of seven year olds, and they do they chat to them about how they feel about different things, and then they meet them again at 14, seven years later, then 21, then 28, right. and so on. And so the new Jeez, ones coming out yeah. on ITV, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's uh, they're 63 now, so 63 up it'll be called, and. They, I was watching this thing on kind of looking at like all those different years along the way. And the thing that they were sort of really talking about was the biggest change in someone happens between 14 and um, 
I think it's 21 or right, yeah, yeah. 14, 21. You see these kids <laughs> at like seven, really happy, 14, can't look them in the eye, 21, they're, they're, like, they're men and women, like they're yeah. real people, some of them got kids. Yeah. So you're now 23. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I think it, this is a good mm. time to like chat to you and figure, figure out where you're at. Yeah. Um, in yeah, terms of like looking back at that period of time, what would be your advice to people living through that 14 to 21 age? God, it's a big one. I don't really know because it's so hard. It's so hard to be like, oh, I'll do this, do that. When, when you're 14 and 17, you haven't lived it. Like you haven't moved out. You haven't fended for yourself. You haven't dealt with, you know, adult yeah. things. So it's, it's hard. That's just something you learn along the way. And I, I find it hard to give advice to. What, what, did you, what, what, have you, what have you learned along the way then in that period of time? Uh, what, did, what have you worried about that you shouldn't have worried about? It was fine. Quite a lot. I'm quite a, I worry about a lot. Um, I think something I really got wrong when I was 17 to 18, 19, I, I studied, studying to be an engineer because I just thought that's what everyone does. And like, that's, oh, I'll make a decent set. Sorry, that's how it'll work. All right, and no I, real passion for that. Oh, none at all. I would have been fucking miserable. <laughs> so, uh, and I felt like, especially when you're 17, like you're in six forms and stuff and like, they make it seem like the only route is to go uni. Actually, that'd be the one thing I'd say to 14 to 70 year old, fuck uni, it's a scam. Oh. To say, unless you're doing like, I do you know, know, I've like been thinking about really it. Really good humanities or a STEM subject. The problem, the problem between me and you is I went when it was cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. Went, you yeah. went when it was mental. Yeah, like yeah. now that's it's a problem. Like, now that's, it's... Why be, that's why I'm aware, I'd be, I'd be wary of, I get why people say that. Yeah. At, at the prices right now. Yeah, I financially it. now it's, it's untenable. Like, but I, yeah, I get it. Like if it's free or, you know, a certain yeah, amount, yeah. I see the value in it, but like you're pushed into making this huge choice at 17 and this huge yeah. amount of debt yeah. and you're made, made to feel like it's the only choice. And I just would say That's, yeah, it's definitely not the only choice and you can get f far without it. Yeah. And do you know what I would but say? But it definitely so, works for some people. But say you've definitely. gone, but also say you've gone. Mm. So you're not doing what you did at uni. Yeah. It, you're like, yeah, there are aspects and strengths of it that you use, yeah. I guess. I am, Ugh, I'm not I doing it. Name one. I think I think the there might be ways of like how does something work? Breaking it down. Am I stretching? Honestly, Bre yeah. No, you're not having it. Uh, right. the, the 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 only purpose uni served for me was like a gap year to work on my YouTube channel, <laughs> which is sad. And I get that my perspective of uni is completely warped cool. because of that, and yeah, my yeah, opinions yeah. on it yeah. don't really hold as much weight. But that's literally what I got that and fourteen grand a dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, bizarrely for me, I. I did sport development with coaching. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, actually, a lot of people on that course have gone and done like amazing things. Is that why you were so good at team talks at the Wembley Cup? Maybe. I don't know. I get I it. I know. get it. Right. Or I've just watched Mighty yeah. Ducks too many times. But, <laughs> I, but what a, a big thing of that mm. is about is about sport and and being able to talk about it and and things like that. And weirdly. Like I'm now a lot of what I do is talk about sport, yeah. so th I think they meet each other. And you're like, articulate with it because of that. Yeah, yeah. I think certainly there's a part of it, or there's mm. a perspective or knowledge of it that I have, a tweak on it that often, yeah. that creates my opinion now. Yeah, that is something that some people like, some people don't like. Right. But I think uni is just a is just a a moment in time mm -hmm. from even like the say the six year old kid who likes certain things. Those strengths they slowly get developed along the way. Yeah. And I, I, 
that's why I was like the mass chemistry, like that, mm. that element of it. And then understanding that you're known as being someone who dives into the analytics and is able yeah. to read it yeah. well. Those strengths, like they were probably, they were probably oh, yeah, elements definitely. that you developed a little yeah. bit more at uni that you've then, no? no uh, yeah, you're right. But I de- developed them for free in high school in yeah. sixth form, which is that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? You're right. I definitely, ha- it definitely helped, but mm. I've done it before for, for a lot less. <laughs> yeah, for a lot less, that's true. Yeah. Uh, here's the last one. Uh, this word mm. came up on the telly, I heard it, and I, f- I felt sad. And I don't know what, and then I thought about it. I was like, oh no, it doesn't need to be that. Mm. And so, and then I thought, well, this would be a good question. The word came up, it was someday. Yeah. Someday there'll be something that you can't do anymore, or you can't, yeah. or, or you won't want to do anymore, yeah. or whatever. There'll be a negative someday. Yeah. There's, a, there's a positive someday as yeah. well. Can you give me, what comes to my your mind when I say- My negative someday was be losing me parents or my family. I think with someday it's gonna happen, you're gonna lose the ones you, you, yeah, know, you care yeah. about. That would be the one that would come to me negative. Someday I'm kind of just like, someday I'll not have the, I'll not be stressed. Or like, I'll not have the pressures of day to day life or, so I- when, Do you when feel you say pressured so, then? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's all from myself, right. but on. But if you say right. someday I just see myself feet up, but I'll fucking hate that, so I don't know yeah, yeah. what I'm on about. Would there be a subscriber amount that, I know you just said it was mm. nonsense, but would there be a subscriber amount that you'd go, fuck yeah, like that's okay, that's enough? No, impossible. So maybe actually, the, instead of the focus, obviously the focus is always gonna be on the next success, mm. but actually the real joy of the, of the success is actually- The journey. Is the bits all along. I know the process we've linked the process it beautifully. <laughs> Done it, yeah. Yeah, and it, I wonder if like, that might be something that's a thing to, for people to focus on, mm. is that like how much fun you've had along the way. Oh yeah, 100%. And, we'll, and, and that needs to be the yeah. concentration instead of like getting bothered yeah. about the numbers either it, way. Oh yeah, the, that's what I don't, I don't have an end goal with it. Mm. And I think that's the way to be with it, is you just focus on the, the day-to-day successes and well, that's the way to keep yourself motivated. Yeah. Just have a, I think loads of short-term targets are way better than just one big empty massive long-term one, okay. I think. I found that when I, was, when I was aiming for a million subscribers, I just, the last three, four months, I made myself miserable trying to hit it. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, oh, well, it's just, it's just like 900K, but with yeah. an extra, no, you know, well, that extra digit on. That is the biggest myth of YouTube. You what? go, so for me, 30,000 yeah. it was. Yeah. You go, oh God, I get a three. I get a three instead yeah. of a two, yeah. buzzing. But then it, by the time you get to 29,940, mm. mm. You're like, oh, well, well, I don't I'm, know. I'm gonna, well, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of there. I've got I'm kind of there yeah. now. It's not like a you go bang, the, is You it? go on the creator studio in the top right, can, uh, top right corner. That's it's already abbreviated it up, and you're like, well, <laughs> I can see it there. Yeah. I've already got it. So with, I think I learned that quite quickly in my life, and with YouTube, uh, is that just anything that's like in, infinite, and you can have an infinite amount of it, or you know, lose an infinite amount. It's never, you never get yeah. true happiness from it. And you need to find your, you need to find a new kind of control over it. Or your own yeah. kind of control of it, right? Yeah, hundred percent. To figure it all out. Because it's just, yeah. Um, mate, thank you. No bother. Really enjoyed it. I've been waiting to come on for oh. ages. And I think with you, like, uh, mm-hmm. I really hope this doesn't come across patronising. But I, like, mm. I love, like, again, that the tour was amazing. Thank it, you. Uh, for you, like, like you can mm. see you kind of grow a little bit and literally sure. force yourself into growing. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Thank you. And I think, like, I said to Zach and Jay, they were yeah. they're on thirty six 
thousand subs yeah. like, and they were like oh we're really excited to do all this stuff and I was like we should yeah. chat in a year oh see God, where with them, like, yeah. well, I think it's the same with it. you man it'll be interesting to see where, yeah. where your mind's at they're one of the people I, I love to see do well yeah they, they're tearing up um, Will, thank you, mate. Yes, Appreciate thank you for having us on. Um, right, guys, uh, if you haven't checked out the other episodes of The Process, make sure you do. <laughs> Am I going to say go subscribe to Yeah, Mandy? you fucking better <laughs> do. <laughs> you better. Like you don't know who he is. <laughs> um, yeah, go subscribe to Will. Go on, give him, he needs it. He needs <laughs> it. Uh, if you enjoyed it, hit the like button. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Check out the audio podcast as well, which is on iTunes and Spotify. God, you've got your subscribe shit Subscribe to me, yeah? please. That would be go nice. Go on. As well, and uh, I'll see you soon. Oh, I really Amazing. enjoyed that.